This is a Squiz podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Lucy Walken. It's Thursday, the 3rd of February. In your Sport Today, the NFL gets sued, Aussie curlers fall short, a legend returns, and when drinking and texting actually works out well. This is your Sport Today. We're starting today with a big story in US sports that former NFL coach Brian Flores is suing the league, all 32 teams, and specifically the Dolphins, Giants, and Broncos. Flores, who is black, is alleging racial discrimination against him and other black coaches when applying for coaching roles. Uh, Luce, take us through this one. So last month, Flores was fired by the Miami Dolphins after three seasons as their head coach, despite the last two seasons with a winning record. He's since been interviewed by the New York Giants, but he alleges he was interviewed after the Giants had already landed on a coach, Brian Dayball, who was white, just to satisfy a league rule that requires all teams to interview candidates from minority backgrounds for the top jobs. The reason why this is such a big deal is because Flores is alleging that what happened with the Giants is the latest example of teams interviewing black candidates as a box-ticking exercise without actually considering them as strong candidates, which is against league rules. Yeah, he alleges Dolphins owner Stephen Ross offered him $100,000 to lose games to get a better draft pick and that Broncos execs turned up late and hung over to his job interview in 2019 before he was eventually turned down. Uh, Luce, tell us about that rule you just mentioned about minority candidates, which is a big part of Flores' allegations. In 2003, the NFL brought in what's called the Rooney Rule to address the historically low number of minority coaches in the league. The Rooney Rule has evolved over the years, but it's essentially about requiring teams to have a list of diverse candidates for the big gigs. As it stands right now, two external minority candidates must be interviewed for head coach, general manager, and offensive and defensive coordinator positions. When the rule came in nearly 20 years ago, there were three black coaches, and at the start of the 2020 season, the one we're in now, there were three. After Flores and Houston coach David Cully were sacked last month, now there's just one, Pittsburgh coach Mike Tomlin. Flores alleges he and other black coaches were involved in sham interviews just to meet the needs of the Rooney Rule. The three clubs and the league have denied Flores' allegations. Yeah, the NFL says they will defend the claims which they say are without merit. Uh, Stay tuned for more on this one as it develops. The Winter Olympics officially start on Friday, but last night Australia's curling team took to the ice in Beijing. At least they went down, but they pushed the Americans all the way. Yeah, it came down to the final rock, but the Aussies lost 6-5 to the number six ranked Americans. The mixed doubles pair of Tali Gill and Dean Hewitt are Australia's first ever curling team at a Winter Olympics, but you wouldn't have known it as they held the lead several times. It came down to the last curl, but the Aussies just missed the Americans' rock, so the US got a point and the win. There was another Aussie in action last night. Alexander Falazzo finished in 11th spot after two training runs in the men's luge. Luge is where racers go down a windy track feet first at 
incredible speeds. It's all over in less than a minute and one bad turn and it's over. Scary stuff, that one, Lewis. It's certainly not for me. Uh, Falazo will be racing again tonight. And the Curlers play China. That one's on from midday. You can watch it on Channel 7. Uh, And just a quick reminder, the Beijing Blitz debuts tomorrow. It's a quick news wrap every morning of the Beijing Games. Uh, Find it in the same place where you get sport today. Now for some basketball news that perhaps Australia's greatest ever player, Lauren Jackson, is coming out of retirement and loose. She could be a bolter for the World Cup later this year. Yeah, eight years after retiring because of chronic knee pain, Jackson is going to play on in the second tier MBL1 for her hometown of Albury, Wodonga. Jackson returns at the age of 40 and says the use of medicinal cannabis has helped her with her pain and allowed her to train again. She says she's applied for an exemption to use it and play, and if she's denied, she'll have to stop. She says after eight years out, She might be terrible, but it does open the door for Jackson to play for the Opals at this year's World Cup in Sydney this September, and she's already got the backing of Opals coach Sandy Brondello and her possible teammates. Yeah, they say they're all very excited about Jackson's return. Now, the NBL 1 season starts on April the 2nd, and she'll be playing in a stadium that's named after her. Today's trivia question brought to you by the NBA Live app. Check that out for all your NBA Live scores and news. Uh, In which years was Jackson named the WNBA MVP? Help us out with this one, Luce. Well, she won three times in eight years. Three times in a span of eight years. Uh, That sort of narrows it down a little bit. Uh, Find out the answer at the end of the show. NRL fans, the 2022 season is just five weeks away. Where has the time gone? Uh, And to get you in the mood, the league announced a tweak to some rules yesterday. Uh, Run us through them, Luce. So let's start with the six again rule. From now on, a penalty will be given if a team is offside or commits a ruck infringement inside the opposition's 40-metre line. This is aimed to punish teams on defence that deliberately slow down the play to set their defensive line. Now, if that happens, they'll concede a regular penalty. Another change is that trainers can now only stop play because of head injuries. They used to be able to stop play for any injury, and that could seriously halt the momentum of a game and an attacking team, it's now up to the officials to decide when to stop play. And teams will only get a free interchange for serious acts of foul play. So that's when a player is sin-binned or sent off instead of when a player is put on report. Clubs would use that chance to sub a fresh player on, but it led to some clubs getting more interchanges than others. Yeah, and one more. Teams will also be required to name 22 players instead of 21 on Tuesdays, and that's still out for the 18th man that was introduced last season. Uh, Not long now, league fans. The comp starts on March the 10th. I don't think I'm alone in saying I've agreed to some pretty silly things when I've had a few too many drinks, but Aussie UFC fighter Tai Tuavasa has taken it to a whole new level by agreeing to a big fight while heavily intoxicated. Uh, Luce, I'm sure you haven't done anything like this being the angel you are, but Tuavasa says he's got no regrets. Yeah, can't say I relate to this story, Sam, um, but <laughs> Tuivasa says he was 
blind, drunk, and woke up the next morning with 20 missed calls. And that's when he knew something must have happened. Turns out he had been messaging a UFC matchmaker. And when he found out that he'd agreed to a fight with the number three ranked heavyweight fighter, Derek Lewis, he was all for it. Lewis will be Tui Vasa's toughest opponent yet, but the Aussie says he's all in and it's his time to take over the heavyweight division. We've spoken a lot about Tuivasa on this show. He's known for celebrating with a shoey. We don't know how many shoeys were involved that night, but the fight <laughs> is set for UFC 271 on February the 13th. The main event features another Aussie, Rob Whitaker. He's fighting for the middleweight title. Time for Catch This, the stuff that caught our eye on what's coming up. And only a few days ago, Australia and England were playing out a thrilling draw in a test match, but they're back out there today in a pretty big game for the Aussies loose. Yep, it's the first one day at Monica Oval in Canberra. If Australia win, they'll move to eight points and that's going to be enough to retain the Ashes. It starts at 2.10pm Australian Eastern Daylight Time and you can watch it on 7Mate, KO and Foxtel. I'll be tuning in for that one, Luce. Don't tell the bosses. Uh, as for today's trivia question brought to you by the NBA Live app, which years did Lauren Jackson win her WNBA MVP award? There were three of them, Luce. When were they? She won them in 2003, 2007, and 2010. Yep, all for the Seattle Storm. Uh, all right, I reckon that's us done for today. But before we go, if you like what we're doing here at Sport Today, why not tell a mate or leave a review if you can? Uh, it really helps us grow. And the more we grow, the more we can do for you. Uh, Listen, I will be back again tomorrow morning for the last show of the week. So we'll catch you then. <laughs>